in a world with turmoil, pain, and destruction, we need a hero. Who will be that hero? Gateway Pro presents a new podcast, Comic Corner. Hey guys, my name is Marcus, I'm the host of Comic Corner. In this show, we'll be talking about superheroes, their powers, where they came from, and much more. Not to mention some childhood shows, video games, and anything else that you may consider nerdy in this world. But I'm not alone. I'll be joined by my co-host, Mason. And will he ask me a bunch of questions? Maybe he'll even teach me a few things about this nerdy world that I know and love. We'll be airing every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Hey guys, so I want to come on here and let you guys know that listener discretion is advised. On this episode, we're going to have a couple of swear words. I know most of us that listen to the show is of age, but just want to give you guys a heads up. We do have a little clip that has a lot of swearing, and then the first topic we're going to be talking about has a little bit of gore to it, I guess, medically speaking. But it's going to be a great show, so... Just want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, some of the things we might be saying might be offensive to people under 13. So parental guidance advice. And if you're over the age of 13, don't worry about it. You'll be all right. But viewer discretion is advised for this episode of the Joe Show. Dang it. What's wrong? I just finished this book, and there's another one in the series I really want. But I can't afford it. They're expensive. Well, have you tried Audible? I've heard of it, but never really looked into it. What is Audible again? It's the easiest way to listen to your favorite audiobooks and podcasts. You get unlimited access to thousands of select audiobooks and podcasts in the Audible Plus category for $7.95 a month. Listen as much as you like. What's going on here? Listen offline by saving titles to your library, follow podcasts, and stay up to date. New titles are added every week, and if for any reason a title you've selected needs to be removed from the Audible Plus category, you will be notified in the app. Are you okay? As the largest producer and provider of premium audio storytelling, Audible has thousands of audiobooks, Audible Originals, and exclusive podcasts or to add to your library. Discover the perks of memberships and unlock it. Listen for every moment. You're scaring me. But wait! Our listeners get an Audible for free for, with a 30-day trial. Is this an Audible ad? Just go to www.audibletrack.com slash the Joe Show. That's www.audibletrack.com slash the Joe Show. Now you're getting it. It's www.audibletrack.com slash the Joe Show. I hate you. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. <laughs> Hey guys, and welcome to The Joe Show. On this show, we talk about a wide range of topics. Sometimes some, ugh, sometimes topics are simple, like food and superheroes and movies. But sometimes we can get deep. I mean, really deep. We've talked about the difference between wisdom and knowledge, or how being raised to be perfect can affect your adult life. Now, even though we talk about a plethora of topics, our goal is to entertain you, the listener. So, let us know what you think about our topics, or if you have any topics you would like us to talk about, 
you can t- contact us at Facebook at The Joe Show, Reddit at The Joe Show, or Instagram at The underscore Joe Show 20. And we are now on TikTok. So you guys can also check out our funny videos at TikTok. So I've got my boys here in the room. First boy, my main man. Am I up? Yeah, you're up now. Hey, it's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And the next guy I got up here is... Uh, Mason. Mason. You ain't got no cool name? Oh, okay. Mason and his amazing <laughs> friends. <laughs> I, I literally got that from the Spider-Man show. <laughs> you, you got it from the Spider-Man show? Yes. Well, guys, I got some topics. Ooh, interesting. I've been wanting to talk to you guys about these topics for a minute. Uh, is your mic on? Is it? I, mean, I don't can, know. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, there we go. See, that was my fault. I should have checked all that before we started here. Uh, yeah, you just sort of went into it. I was like, wow. You slacking. We're just, we're just th- being thrown into this. <laughs> yep, we're just being thrown right into it. Everything's set up, so we can yeah. just go. Yeah, that sounds pretty nice. But I've had a couple of topics that I've all been wanting to talk to you guys about. And uh, I guess we'll get started on them. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Listen to this. No, but that really happened. There's, I, there's nothing new in that, I suppose. I mean, humans have believed in shit for years, and we believe in utter fucking rubbish. It is a miracle we're still here. It really is. We're fucking stupid. <laughs> Do you know that for a couple of hundred years in the Middle Ages, this is true, people believed that the cure for blindness in places in Europe, this is a real, you can Google this, and it comes up, and then you know it's true. The cure for blindness, apparently, in parts of Europe, they believed that rubbing dog shit in the eyes of a blind person would cure their blindness. I know, that's what probably the blind person said, was like, ah! And they believed it for a couple of hundred years. It wasn't like an afternoon. I can understand trying it. I can understand like, oh fuck, Bob's gone blind. What the fuck are we gonna do? I don't know, it's the fucking Middle Ages. Try dog shit. Okay, we'll rub dog shit in his eye. But it's not like it worked. It's not like somebody went, oh, the smell is awful, but look at the beauty of nature. It doesn't work. What do you want to say, Marcus? <laughs> it's not a cure for blindness. It's the cause for pink eye. It is the cause for pink eye. <laughs> what, Mason? And you know the blind person was like, oh, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, ah, it's a special lotion from France, Bob. No, it's not. I'm blind. I'm not stupid. I've got that blind person's sense of smell. I can tell you whose dog this is. <laughs> you know when, when people glamorize the past, I'm like, really? What about going back to rubbing dog shit in our eyes? Everybody, that is comedian Craig Ferguson and his album, I'm Here to Help. I love... Are we allowed that many shits? Yeah, we are. I did a disclaimer before the episode, before you guys got here. Uh, Yeah, the the accent makes it a lot funnier. Yes, yes it does. (laughs) But yeah, I was sitting there there listening to that album, and he was talking about uh, back in the day and all the medical remedies and stuff like that. Holy shoot, what the heck is that going on? Well, a creepy criminal on the prowl Uh-oh. in Boston, Uh-oh. breaking into homes and pickling people. His Wait. victims and <laughs> no, police, though, no. aren't laughing. 
That, okay. That's not. Okay. We're not here yet for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that one yet. Not Jeez, yet. we just did a oh. spoiler alert. Oh my gosh. Ah. All right. So, what we're going to be talking about is basically things that, or how people in the back in the day, what were some of the medical uh, treatments and things that they used to do back in the day, because. That got me thinking about that. He was, they were talking about how they rock dog, dog poo in people's eyes, and they thought that was a cure for back then. So I wanted to go over them, so I looked up a history channel, and we're just going to read all seven of these, and I'm going to be very quick with them, and you guys can give your two cents for one of them. So the first one is bloodletting. Do you guys know what bloodletting is? I literally just heard that term yesterday. Okay, how did that just come up in conversation, Marcus? <laughs> Explain yourself. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should put this on air. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we, I, okay, so it, it was a conversation between me and my roommate. Okay. And like we were referring, I, we were having a conversation about another conversation she had had with her boyfriend in Revar, in like, in revolving around kinks. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So, for the listeners who don't know what bloodletting is, let me explain. Let me read a little bit of this and see if I can get the definition right quick. And then you finish that story. Okay. So, for thousands of years, medical practitioners clung to the belief that sickness was merely the result of bad blood. Bloodletting probably began with the ancient Sumerians and Egyptians, but it didn't become a common practice until the time of the classical Egypt, Greece and Rome. Influential physicians uh, like Hippocrates or Hippocrates, yeah, whatever, Hippocrates, thank you, Mason, and Galen maintained the body that the body, human body, was filled with four basic substances or humors yellow bile, black bile, phlegm, and blood. And these needed to be kept in balance to maintain proper health. With these in mind, patients with a fever or other ailments were often diagnosed with an overabundance of blood. To rest, restore bodily harmony, the doctors would simply cut open a vein and drain some of their vital fluids into a receptacle. In some cases, leeches were even used to suck the blood directly from the skin. Now... Marcus, what we know is that from reading this article that the doctors cut uh, veins open and drain blood or put leeches to suck the blood directly from the skin. Now, how is that a freaking kink? <laughs> okay, well, some people are... Um, um, Mars? No. I know I like to keep my blood in my body. Okay, okay, well, like, people have... Um, people who get aroused by the side of blood. Those people exist. That is the thing. I can't think of the term right now, but those people exist. Parasitic. Um, but so, like, it all started because we were watching a show in which the female of the show is a masochist. Likes, like, likes to get hit. It likes to be degraded. That type of situation. And that led to the conversation, like, that her mentioned the conversation she had with her boyfriend and where she stated... She doesn't like bad pain. Gotcha. Like, like really intense pain. So like bloodletting, torture. And like, no, that's not, that's a no, 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 no. Well, first of all, this is, 
You know what? I'm glad I put that disclaimer on there before the show because this is going off the rails already. Um, you weren't expecting this, were you? No, I was not <laughs> expecting this, Marcus. You're welcome. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, first of all, they this is when he comes here. That'll be the first time they ever had sex, right? So I don't know who in their right mind is, hey, this is the first time we're having sex. Can I cut you? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you got your damn mind. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I know people have those special kinks, but man, good Lord. Special indeed. Good God. Now, I'm, I'm even afraid to go down the list because I'm afraid <laughs> you have a story for each and every one of them about Haley and her man. <laughs> I, I, I highly doubt that, but I mean, I mean, who knows? We'll see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, trepidation. Or trepan, trepa, trepanation? Trepanation? Humanity's oldest form of surgery is also known as one of the most gruesome. You guys want to take a guess what it is? I pick lobotomy. <laughs> what is... I don't no. know. Damn near. As uh, far as back as 7,000 years ago, civilizations... Hey, cut, me. cut me. The practice of boring holes in the skull as a mean of curing illness, researchers can also speculate on how or why this grisly form of brain surgery was first... Uh, first surgery was developed. The common theory holds that it may have been some form of tribal ritual or even a method of releasing evil spirits believed to possess the sick and mental illness. So basically what this is saying is that if they thought you had a mental illness or you were possessed or you were sick, they would bore a hole in your skull and that would cure the illness. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. I, I've heard of that one. Like, th- I heard about the Aztecs. They used to, um, they used to bore holes in people's heads. So they used to get like chisels and a hammer and chisel, and they used to like make a hole and sh- try to release the pressure in somebody's head if they had a headache. So yeah, Marcus was. That was the result. Marcus was almost right when he said it was an ice pick lobotomy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 so so you, I mean. Go ahead, Mason. I, I don't know. I just thought that one was weird, and then also like. Who's the first person to ever think of surgery? See, that's that was my thing. It's just like I want to know who the guy was was sitting there like, oh, so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna bore, we're gonna get a drill and put a hole in his head, and then some people was like, huh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good idea. Let's well, do that. I mean, they only believed in what they could see, and they couldn't see germs or any infections and stuff. So, but to get rid of e- evil spirits, okay, mental illness, I can understand if you're sick. I can understand, yeah, but, but evil spirits. Boring a hole in your head is not a solution. I want to know how, okay, so I want to know how they did this. There was no alcohol. Well, there might have been alcohol, but it wasn't strong enough at the time to numb the pain. And then also, too, no. who's signing up for this? Just like, oh, yeah, you could just bore, put a hole in my head. Well, I mean, if it's evil spirits and it was more related to religious practices, I would think it would be more of a forced act. Yeah, you're right. A, um, of consent. You you so, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I guess uh, and number two, it was a, it was people back then. It was like if you if you're if you're like this big giant warrior, you're a guy or a lady at all. You you you'd be able to take that pain. They used to, these people were like. Mason, I don't. Brave. I don't think. I don't think. I, I don't know. But I don't know. But they would be like, "Oh no, my son. He, uh, he has this headache and it hurts so bad. Hey, how about we drill a hole in his head? Okay, that's the practice that they have now. I mean, it's like um, 
I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Next one, number three, mercury. You guys know what mercury is, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. A thermometer. Yeah. That no one planet, should consume. It's the first planet next to the sun, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Mason. We're not talking about that mercury. I know what it. I know. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! That guy from Queen. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Shut the. Fuck. Ah. Oh. Jesus, oh, oh. you're getting as bad as Marcus. Oh, okay. <laughs> sir, sir, I am fantastic. Thank you. Eh. <laughs> Let me, you want to go back and listen to a couple episodes? Ago? <laughs> like, at least I try. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. like somebody has to be the comedy here. Well, yeah, like I'm, I mean, like I, I'm the comedy in all aspects, both physically and verbally. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's people true. will definitely get to see uh, all that here pretty soon on our TikToks and all that. But mercury is a notorious. It's notorious for its toxic properties. But it was once used as a common elixir and topical medicine. The ancient Persians and Greeks considered it a useful ointment. And the second century Chinese alchemists prized liquid mercury or quicksilver and red mercury sulfide for their supposed abilities to increase lifespan and vitality. Some healers even promised that by consuming uh, noxious brews, Consuming noxious brews containing poisonous mercury, sulfur, and arsenics, their patients would gain eternal life and the ability to walk on water. <laughs> so I read, I read most of these. <laughs> I didn't read them all the way through. Well, okay. like just a combination of things, like <laughs> mercury, sulfur, and uh, it, other acidics. Yes, mercury, so, and uh, yeah. And I, I just like how this is like, My, you go sitting there, if you drink this, you will gain eternal life and the ability to walk on water. You know that I, most Christians believe all that stuff without drinking any poisonous stuff? <laughs> well, like, I mean, I guess it's based well, I mean, on the same. We drink, we drink the blood of Christ. <laughs> it's, that's it's, it's wine. Yeah, that's wine, bro. Wine is alcohol, which is technically poison. Boom. Well, yeah, alcohol's a drug. Anyways... <laughs> what? <laughs> Technically, it's bad. <laughs> but Joe, Joe looks. Like, <laughs> Joe just kermits the frogs, yeah. like, Lipton so, tea with a with this like, mason jar of wine. Anyways, but I think it's kind of staked on the same belief that back then, where like uh, certain certain empires they used to for, they used to force their soldiers to take the arsenic. I'm pretty sure you guys heard of this, where they used to purposefully give their soldiers and the men in the army. Uh, these take small doses of arsenic because they believe that they would grow an immunity, a certain immunity to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing this is kind of staked in the same belief, even though it's not mainly supposed to be the immunity to mercury because, of course, they didn't know it was toxic. But I think it's kind of based on that belief, sort of. I don't know. Mercury was also used as a popular medicine for sexually transmitted diseases like syphilis. So, yeah. Al Capone died of syphilis. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we all know about Al Capone sitting there going around messing around. <laughs> uh, oh, here's the one that uh, Craig Ferguson was talking about. Animal dung ointment. The ancient Egyptians had a remarkable, well-organized medical system, complete with doctors who specialize in healing specific ailments. Nevertheless, the cures they prescribed weren't always up to snuff. Lizard blood, dead mice, mud, and moldy bread were all used as topical ointments and dressing. And women were sometimes dosed with ho horse saliva as a cure for 
the uh, for an impaired li- libido. I probably said that wrong. Most disgusting of all, Egyptian physicians use ooh human and animal excrement as a cure all remedy for diseases and injuries. According to the 1500 BC, Elber Pyrus, donkey, dog, gazelle, and fly dung were all celebrated for their healing properties and their abilities to ward off bad spirits. (coughs) Is that true? Anyways, my thing is that, like, when it comes to... Okay, what is coming out of your body that makes this so magical is my thing. I don't know. But, <laughs> but then it says that it led to tetanus infections <laughs> and probably wasn't very effective. <laughs> probably. Oh, probably. <laughs> Only probably? Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that some people actually did get cured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So some people got cured, you know, so that blind guy that Craig Ferguson was talking about might be healed. No. You never know. No. And hopefully we never will know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> number five, suffering f- uh, cannibal cures. Mm. So cannibalism? Basically. Yeah. Suffering from per- persistent headaches, muscle cramps. The creation of the Wendigo right here. That is what happened. The Wendigo. Explain. Uh, a Wendigo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a supernatural creature. It's basically like a uh, – the story behind it is like a coal miner or something, or somebody else that gets – Locked, like trapped in like a cave. That or sounds familiar for, from like something from Supernatural. Because it is. Yeah. I, oh, I've, yeah. I've never seen. Like it's trapped. Gets trapped with a bunch of people in like a, a mine or something. Like, it's a on cave. Netflix. And then oh, just diet. resorts to cannibalism and then bite and just becomes a monster that's super strong, super fast. So I'll tell you. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's I, like I'm, it's in the first season. I'm yeah, I'm sure. going back. I'm I'm picturing the episode right now, but. Yeah, Supernatural, very good show. It just gets repetitive, and by the seventh season, sixth or seventh season, I had to stop. I'm sorry. And that's about halfway through, because there's like 13. 14. 14. 14 or 15, I think. Yeah, like, yeah and they even did one with Scooby-Doo. So, I haven't seen that one. That's my favorite. That, that episode's funny. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, cannibalism? Yeah, the Romans believed that the blood of fallen gladiators cured epilepsy in the 12th century apothecaries were known I said that wrong were known for keeping a stock of mummy powder or macabre extract made from ground up mummies looted from Egypt meanwhile in the 17th century England King Charles II was known for enjoying a drought of Kingstra a restorative brew made from crumbled human skulls and alcohol wow like, while some of this can be true, because if you do eat a certain mineral in its almost purest state, you will digest, your body will process some of the waste, like how it does with your food typically, and you will absorb the good. So if you eat a bone of something, you'll absorb, like, calcium and some of the minerals inside of it. Well, so, I don't some, think this, that's good. <laughs> well, some of these things were, like, uh, people thought that you got magical properties from it. And this next part here is um, something that Jeffrey Dahmer thought of. You guys know who that is, serial killer. Because uh, I just listened to one of his episodes, a serial killing episode about him. And one of the things that he said was that um, the patient also ingests parts of their spirit, leading to increased vitality and well-being. And that's something that he thought, that he was, connect, he was being one with the vic- victims that he ate. So... He might have been thinking, mm, you know, I just like me some uh, cannibal cure. No, I don't know. All right. 
Number six, we got one more to go uh, after this one. Wandering Womb. I'm sorry, what? Wandering, like something, you know, you're wandering through the desert. Mm -hmm. And then womb, like the woman's womb. Ancient Greek doctors believed that a woman's womb was separate creature from a and with a mind of its own, according to the writings of Plato and Hippo What's his name, Mason? Hippocrates. Yeah, Hippocrates. When a woman was celibate for an extended time, her uterus, described as a living animal eager to bear children, was dislodged and glided glide freely about the body, causing suffocation, seizures, and hypothermia. This curious diagnosis endured in some forms into the same time of the Romans and Byantines, well after doctors had learned that the womb was held in place by ligaments. So, hold on, let me So, to prevent their womb from going on and walking about, ancient women were uh, consoled to marry young and bear children as many as possible. For a womb that had already broke free, the doctors prescribed a therapeutic bath infused with physical massages to try to force it back in the position. They might even fumigate the patient's head with sulfur and pitch and, <laughs> and pitch while simulating reveling, pleasant smelling, simultaneously rubbing pleasant smelling lotions between their thighs. The logic between the womb <laughs> being that the womb would flee from the bad smell and move back into the right place. So basically what that was saying, they was afraid that the womb was going to fall out. So they would do all these things so the womb could get sucked back up right, in so place. So clearly the Greeks had access to some sort of really powerful drug that we that they abused in their time so we no longer have it. <laughs> if I ever have a time machine, I'm going back to a treat, retrieve some of this special well, drug. Well, I think the ancient Egyptians, didn't they used to smoke weed or something like that? I don't know. I don't even know where weed's from. I don't, I don't know. I think I've heard, heard of that one time, but I don't know if it's true. But, no. <clears throat> now, what's number seven? Number seven, Babylonian skull cure. For the ancient Babylonians, most illnesses were thought to be the result of demonic forces or punishment by the gods for past misdeeds. Doctors often had more in common with priests and exorcists than modern physicians, and their cures usually, cures usually involved some component of magic. For example, if a patient ground their, ground their, if a patient ground their teeth, the healer might su suspect that the ghost of a deceased family member was trying to contact them as they slept. According to ancient normatic texts, the doctors would recommend sleeping by a human skull for a week as a way of exercising the spirit. To ensure that, uh, that uh, this disturbing treatment worked, the tooth grinding grinder would also instruct to kiss and lick the skull seven times each night. So that one's not too bad. You know, if you grind your teeth, you just go and lick a skull seven times each night until you stop. Yeah, it's not as bad as trying to draw a hole in your head or yeah, so trying to put... A, put the wild animal <laughs> back in its place. I don't know. Yes. Yes. So those were some of the seven things that they used to do back in the day medically. Which one was your guys' favorite? You guys can tell us at all those, uh, you know, Patreon, Facebook, and all our social medias. But I want to know from Marcus and Mason, what were your two favorites? Two favorites? No, just one. I just no. one. 
because I ain't trying to go on forever talking about these. Uh, I I didn't enjoy any of that to be honest. <laughs> I I found some of it very interesting, even though I had. I, I guess the the wandering womb was the most. That's like, the one I only didn't I didn't know anything about. Yeah, I, I'm just just because I had an, I I I joked about that a little <laughs> bit, so I'll go with that one. Mason, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite is. Um, I don't know. I still can get off of you. You played that clip of the <laughs> of the comedian. I still can't get off of that one. The way he's saying it, and I'm like, yeah, that one was probably the worst. Cause I was just wondering, like, how did they? Well, probably not that. Probably the Mercury one would have to be it. Well, I will say, good lord, that took a a half hour. I guess we're gonna be going a little bit over today, but um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting how. People back then did stuff, and how we do stuff now, and how it's just more sane than. And some of the stuff they still do, like the lobotomies, like the uh, drilling the hole in the head and everything. The bloodletting. Yes. So we still do stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So what we're gonna do right now is a Patreon ad. If you guys don't know, Patreon is a place where we have where where the host can connect with you, the listener. Not only can you directly speak to us, but you get benefits for being our patrons. Like what you may ask? Well, you guys will get episodes of the show earlier. You also get to hear bonus contents of us just messing around and our mess ups. Like I just messed up a lot there, but I'm keeping it in. You'll also be able to. Oh, you also have access to the Joe Show uncensored version where you can, we get deeper into topics and issues that happen in our wonderful world. We are we're also working on a merch at this time, so you'll get all of that for a very low price. It starts out at $1. That's just to get your feet wet, and that's only for earlier, earlier episodes. $3 to, if you really like the show, bonus content in earlier episodes, and then for $5, you get all the content with earlier episodes. If you pay any more, you can be like my dad, the Patreon patriarch. If you would like to pay more, hey, that we would greatly appreciate that. What the heck are you doing in the middle of my ad? But it is not a must. He's over here making me mess up. Patreon just allows us to connect with you, connect and create, which we love doing. So check us out at patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. Again, that's patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. Now, back to the show. A creepy criminal on the prowl in Boston, breaking into homes and tickling people. His victims and police, though, aren't laughing. News Center 5's John Atwater reports more people are coming forward saying that they've been targeted. So I thought this was going to be a real interesting uh, article. This is actually not actually the specific um, story I wanted to do. That's going to be the next news story. But I saw this while looking up the other news stories, so here we go. And I spoke with a student who says he was a victim. He's adamant this is not some sort of prank. And as strange as it sounds, he says a serial tickler is on the loose. There was a man in the room with a ski mask. We made eye contact, and he immediately left and ran down the stairs and out the front door. Wait, did this... so I was listening to this, and I was very confused. Are these get people not running after him, trying to catch him? 
or are they that spooked? Like, well, from my up, uh, am I? Uh, uh, no, they're probably too spooked because I mean, guy ski mask in the house, make like prolonged eye contact, I'm like. Mm. Well, wouldn't he use sick enough? <laughs> <laughs> you go into somebody's house and just start tickling them. Well, oh, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know when does when does it happen? Does he just like, man, that guy's got to be super creepy because he's tickling you. You wake up like, ha ha ha. You see this guy and he just stands there, looks at you in his eyes, in your eyes, and then just walks. My question away. is why? I My don't think know. It's awesome. Are we sure I'm on? Because like he goes to somebody's house, starts tickling them, like. I, I don't know. I mean, does he do that at night while they're, I mean, while they're sleeping? Yeah. Yep. That's how he does it. Here, hold on. Let the guy explain. That Boston College student who wanted his voice disguised says the man police are looking for crept into his off-campus apartment a few weeks ago. It was definitely a very scary experience, um, turning over and seeing someone in my room. As soon as people wake up, he just runs and just tickles people's feet. Police say the tickler hit again Monday <laughs> night, slipping into three apartments <laughs> on Foster Street and Kirkwood Road. Can you imagine? Get you, get you, get you. <laughs> uh, uh, My thing is, I don't know. I guess so, because I was wondering, like, where does he tickle people that hit? Like, who, like, where is everybody universally ticklish at? And apparently the feet is, is a pretty good one, because there's a lot of sensitive nerves. Well, then these are a lot of college houses, so they might just think it's roaches or rats in their beds and stuff, uh, yeah. so they don't wake up. You know, I don't know how college dorms are. I, I never live in a college dorm. How does he get in? Well, the, hold on. He's just off the BC campus in Brighton. He had felt something on his foot. He thought it was a cat. And he woke up and looked over, and the man was crouched right by his bed. It's a bizarre crime, and the man is apparently looking for specific victims. Everyone I know who's been a target has been male. Detectives have been looking for clues in the neighborhood, and his victims say he doesn't appear to carry a weapon, and he never steals from their apartments. No one really knows what his intentions are, but... Um, in the end, uh, they figure it out and get this guy. His intentions are to tickle people's feet and gets joy out of it. He's such a sick beep. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, 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 I mean, no. <laughs> like, is he trying to prove a point here? Like, no, like, I just think he might get off on it. Yeah, he might get off on it. Or maybe he's trying to pr prove a point. Like, like college, uh, like college apartments are easily like break in. Guys are vulnerable when they sleep. <laughs> I think, I think. How does he do? How many does he do a night? Because like, as soon as you start tickling somebody's foot, they're gonna start laughing and wake up, and then he sits there and then he just runs out. <laughs> I, I'm to my door's locked. He never that. steals from their apartments. No one really knows what his intentions are, but um, in the end, uh, they figure it out and get this guy. The problem in a lot of these cases is that students are simply leaving their doors unlocked, but mm -mm -mm. many more doors here are locked. In Brighton, John Atwater, TVB News Center 5. Now, you guys might have thought that story was bad. Next story here, I tell you what. If this ever happened to me, I would scream like a little baby. Are you ready? I don't think you're ready for this. Here we go. If it'll load. Nope, it's a goddamn gad. So, yep, we're just going to sit here and talk about this for a little bit. 
Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to go through the ad. I guess I got to go through the ad. All right, here we go. How long is the ad? Thank you for coming seconds. on such short notice. Yeah. Miss right, Grayson. All right, here we go. Texas, the infamous booty tickler who was breaking into homes in Dallas and tickling people's buttholes while they were sleeping has finally been captured. Police say it is safe to sleep on your stomach once again. So-called booty tickler has hit several dozen homes and targeted at least a dozen people before being arrested. His best cover was the element of surprise. All the break-ins happened overnight and people were so scared they started sleeping on their back. One man, Richard Nays, who lives near the booty tickler's victim's homes, told us, Fam, I slept on my back every day. I can finally sleep on my stomach again. He's unaware that this man was tickling just female or male buttholes. Once again, the infamous booty tickler has been arrested. <laughs> now, that's obviously a fake story. <laughs> but Nathan sent me that on TikTok. And I was like, I have to do a story on this. The infamous, the I like so on TikTok it said it was the Texas Dallas Texas booty tickler, and so I looked that up on there and yeah a couple articles said it was fake and everything but oh my god so funny now you thought walking into your house to tickle your feet was bad <laughs> now do going in there okay first of all let's 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 break this down. How many sleeping pills, more magnesium, or melatonin, or how drunk did you get for somebody to walk to your house, um, pull well, out your pants, and spread Well, I, I can't tell for other people, but for me, none. Yeah, well, for me. I just I, sleep that hard. See, I guess, okay, I guess I'm the same way, you know. I just, I wake up, and you just feel violated. You're like, baby, I don't know what's wrong with me. This feels so violated. You know, why, why was my pants by my ankles? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like you wake up, it's like, why is it so cold in here? Like, why is my little buddy so small? Yeah, why is why is he sticking to my thighs? I gotta rip it off like Velcro. I guess I enjoyed myself. Oh my god. Oh, okay, in your case, like, like in your case, like if that was a situation and like for some reason Joy didn't wake up either. Yeah. Like you'd have to assume that she didn't. Yeah, I would, until it happened over and over again, I I go over and check her fingernails. Let me look under here. Mm, it wasn't you. <laughs> and this is a sketchy neighborhood, so I know it's some people around here. Ah, Jesus. So speaking of TikTok, Mason sent me that on TikTok. Um uh, what is it? So have you guys heard about this new TikTok trend? going on this month we're a little bit late it started at the beginning of this month where it was uh people were supposed to go around slapping teachers i heard something about that yeah yes nope. so, so there's been a lot of video and a lot of things talking about it and there's a new story right now that's going to be talking about it and then also too we have a response from a teacher that i really really liked so here's the new story right here this is on all levels. Educators are sounding the alarm about the so-called slap a teacher challenge on TikTok. Kids. Did he say flap a teacher? Slap a teacher. <laughs> no, I know he said no, slap, but it's not like he said flap. You're mine. You're mm. mine, Joe. All right. Okay. You're mine. All right. Sorry. Think again. That's assault. That's a record. And while y'all trying to smack teachers, smack them books open. Smack them open to do that homework. That vocabulary. Some say it's the latest crazy social media challenge that has police and educators on alert. But is it real or a hoax that has taken on a life of its own? <laughs> this sickening video shows a student 
slapping and striking a 64-year-old wheelchair-bound teacher and was initially reported in connection with the slap a teacher challenge. But the school district in Louisiana tells Inside Edition, we don't have any evidence from our investigation that this incident is related to the TikTok challenge. There was also this breaking news report out of Massachusetts. A student is accused. All right, so let's get over that. Now, what? Now, Mason, we were homeschooled. But Marcus, if you would have slapped a teacher back in your day when you was in school, mm -hmm. what would have happened? Well, they would probably have to get like. If I were to physically assault a teacher for whatever reason, they would first have to get other teachers to pull me off this person. Okay. And then I would probably be sent to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Um, and most likely either be suspended or expelled. I'll see. That's white privilege. We would have went straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I, from, like, school, I'd be suspended or ex expelled, but, like, that's... School-wise, I mean, I'd, obviously, I'd have to go through all the f law and such, like, get my punishment in that regard, and that, but that also depends on the age. So, I mean, if I was in high school, yeah, I'm most likely going to jail. If I was in middle school or even younger, for some reason, I just got that angry, I'm going to juvie. Now, the way my mom would have responded, my dad would have responded, would have been something like this. Students, I understand that in the month of October, you're supposed to go to school and slap a staff member. But what TikTok is not explaining to you is that the adults in your building grew up on Nuck If You Buck, Lil Boosie, and all of Lil John. I understood none of that. Well, they're supposed to be like. <laughs> It's supposed to, I think it's supposed to be like old rappers and stuff like that. Mm. And when they talk about, we're going to kill you, we're going to kill you. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But I just like the attitude, was she white or black or a Latino? That lady that was just on here, that was just talking. She's black. Yeah, okay. she was black. Uh, are you asking me to stereotype right now? Yeah, I'm asking you to stereotype. We on this show have talked about how stereotyping is bad, but I was just asking you to stereotype. That's what I was asking you to do. Yeah, that was a message. Yeah, yeah. 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 Basically, what I got from like what I mean, though I didn't understand. Them, like I, I felt like the word, like the real term that was coming out of her mouth is, uh, "fuck around and find out." Yeah. God dang it, Marcus. Uh, I guess Marcus. you know what? I'm gonna let that slide because I put a disclaimer on here. Yeah. I'm gonna let that oh, slide. Yeah. Well, uh, Mason, shut. The, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said it earlier too. I did not say anything. <laughs> Twice, Marcus. Twice. <laughs> Same episode. Shoot. I mean, I did have a stroke, I think, was it last episode? We were talking about the bad haircut. I said something. You said, did you have a stroke? I said, I don't know. I have to go back and listen. Then I went back and listened to it, and I was like, God dang it, I did have a stroke. <laughs> and see, here, <clears throat> here's the thing I hate, is I mess up on my words so much that if I was to have a stroke right now, None of you would ever know because you guys would until just, you fall over. Yeah, you guys would just be sitting down, just looking at the floor or whatever you're looking, and just you know, just looking off in the space. Like literally, it, it's literally like we won't know until he starts talking in a British accent. Yeah, yeah. Once <laughs> well, I start talking in a British accent, you guys would be like, "Oh, there might be something wrong with this guy." Oh, hold on, shut up! I was trying to do a video here, and because we, we got a TikTok, guys. 
So I'm trying to get video for TikTok so that we can, you know, share our glory with the world and everything, you know. But uh, yeah, that was news break. Hold on. and everything too so I could just read everything everything was just like boom 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 it was so organized so streamlined yeah so streamlined I felt very sexy over here you know getting all this stuff ready for y'all it was so good (laughs) (laughs) but anybody got anything else before we end here we're about 43 minutes we got about 2 minutes we can end early we keep on going for a second I'd say end early because we do have other things to record Uh, we ain't got nothing else to record yeah we got the uncensored podcast to record and then episodes of Comic Corner. Actually, I forgot about that. We're doing Comic Corner. Shut your mouth, Joe. Alrighty. Here we go, guys. If you guys like The Joe Show, you can find us at Facebook at The Joe Show, Reddit at The Joe Show, or Instagram. I don't freaking know, man. I always mess this up. Let me let me read from my script. Okay. All right. If you guys like The Joe Show, you can find us on Facebook at The Joe Show, Reddit at The Joe Show, Instagram at The underscore Joe Show 20, or at Patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. I am Joe. I'm Mason. And I'm Marcus. We'll see you guys next time on The Joe Show.